Do you want a beautiful lawn? Enter True Green, the easiest way to get a great lawn. Just water and mow, and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and more. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour, and they have a verified best price, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com, T-R-U-G-R-E-E-N.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people. Guaranteed. Ladies and gentlemen, I am your host, Blake Rafino. This is Are You Serious Sports. We hope that you guys are making it a good one. We know that we are as well. Huge show in store for you tonight. C.J. Carr has committed to Notre Dame. Does that mean that Dante Moore could be trending ever so much more slightly, I guess you should say, to LSU? We will discuss that as C.J. Carr has just announced his commitment to the fighting Irish, things heating up, man. Things heating up. Uh, The NCAA making threats about name, image, and likeness. So you don't want to do anything when you know it's coming. You just want to, you know, sit on your hands and let everybody do the dirty work and do the work that needed to be done. But now that everybody's breaking the rules and some people are doing things like it's the wild, wild west. You want to make rules. How does that uh, factor in for LSU? And what are some things LSU is doing? I think Brian Kelly's being innovative and getting innovative um, with how he's doing things. Uh, we'll know more on that. But, you know, we can talk recruiting all the live long day. I will do a Rafino's rants. I will take a look. Uh, I kind of want to take a look at Brad Davis a little bit. Uh, and how this offensive line is maybe will lead to a, a Rafino's rant. So it's going to be fun. I think LSU's offensive line could be much more improved uh, than a season ago, uh, at, really because of the second year under Brad Davis. But we'll we'll take a little bit of a look in that. Uh, Lindell White, former USC running back, 
former USC legend, was one of the main running backs with Reggie Bush uh, in those great USC runs. He is set to join us at 730. Uh, I'm going to need to text him right before uh, he comes on. But we're looking forward to Lindale. Talked to him about 30 minutes ago. He's looking forward to come on. Um, so looking forward to talking to Lindell White. Uh, it's been a long time since we've heard from him. Uh, he's going to be doing a podcast, launching a podcast on our, uh, I say our, but uh, who I'm partnering with, with Believe Network. Uh, going to be talking a lot of football. So it's going to be fun, really, really fun to catch up with Lindell. What does he think with NIL? If I'm not mistaken, he was on LSU's campus today. So what's up with Lindell on LSU's campus? So we'll ask him about that. I, I think it was either today or, or maybe a week ago, but we'll talk to him about it. How did he find his way down in Baton Rouge, uh, if I'm not mistaken? And as we do every Tuesday and Thursday, hashtag Ask Blake. So fire in your questions inside the chat. You have anything you want to talk about, questions, thoughts, concerns, put them inside the chat, hashtag Ask Blake, and we will get to as many of them uh, as we can. Jeff, too, says, you know what I got to say about CJ Carr's announcement? Way down yonder on the Tattahoochee. You're right. You're right. I'm glad to know that Jeff, too, listens to me singing. Way down yonder. Yes, indeed. Uh, let's get into a couple of these comments, though, before we get started. Rob Boudreaux says, hit the like button on YouTube. Really needs to make, uh, or YouTube needs to make it more available on the chat screen. It's true. It's true. I think they do because you got to exit out, hit the like button, go back in the chat. They do. But he also says, good evening. Nurse Court in the house says, LFG, let's freaking go. Uh, Chris English says, let's go. So does Ryan, Kenny, um, David sends us some stars via Facebook. Thank you so much, David. And Kenny says, I believe Dante is LSU bound. Okay. Okay. Uh, Jerry Zimmers, Jerry Zimmers, Jerry Zimmerman, <laughs> excuse me, says no disrespect, but F the NCAA. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not going to necessarily disagree with you. Uh, Blaine Smith says Gio DiGiacomo is transferring. Good luck to him on his future. Yeah, you got to give Gio tip of the cap, man. I mean, uh, he gave you a lot of things. He gave you a, he gave you a lot. Uh, he put his heart, sweat, and tears into a lot of this are a lot of things for LSU baseball and you got to tip the cap. I mean, guys, look, a lot of these guys that were under pulmonary are not going to be here under Jay for much longer. The guys that can play will stay. The guys that can, cannot will go. He's, he's the first in a long, long, long line. Uh, and I say long, I mean, it's not like a huge number, but for baseball terms, it is of guys that will not return. There's a handful of guys I don't know if Will Helmers returns, Brock Holt, uh, Safford. I don't think that those guys return. You can make the argument for Hayden Travinsky. Um, I don't I don't know that. But I, I, I do believe that you're going to see much more of this um, in the very near future. In the very, very near, near future. Uh, Jason says, go on and disrespect them. They never have done anything very respectable. Yeah, I guess you could say that. I guess you could say that. Look, I, I, there, there's two fault, and we'll talk about it and what it really means and how it affects uh, uh, LSU and, and, and everybody, really. Um, but they want to make um, baseless claims. But I think it's funny how they um, 
I don't know. I, I don't know. We'll talk about it. I, we'll talk about it. They want to do stuff now, but they want to do it then. It's just it's it's freaking crazy. Nurse Court says F and Travinsky, LOL. Just kidding, but man, that was catchy while it lasted. Um, yeah, I mean, look, I, I don't know. I don't know. I, I mean, he might be one of the ones that do not that, that does not come back. That I mean, you got two catchers in this recruiting class now. I don't know. I don't know if both of those guys are going to come. Um, but what if they do? And if they do, you got Milazzo and these two guys coming in. I would expect. Travinsky to have to pack his bags. And I don't mean that in a wrong way. It's just sometimes it is what it is, man. It is what it is. Uh, Lamar Williams says big pressure is in the building. Rob Boudreaux says money will probably have to go. I don't think I don't know if Blake Money's gonna go or not. I mean, maybe he does. Um, but there's not a lot of guys that can run it up there to 97 like he did when he was coming out of the pen. Um maybe they can refine some things in him. He's got a lot of talent. Uh, you know, maybe they can mold him. Uh, Brandon Simmons says, go Tigers. Yes, indeed. Absolutely, yes, indeed. Uh, Kenny says, congrats to Lindell White on the only championship in 2004. Yeah, man, they were a good team, though. They had a lot of great talent. You got to give it to them, man. They were a good team. They had a great run with those guys. A great, great run. All right, let's get this thing rolling, though, y'all. Everybody do us a favor and hit the like and share. So many of you listening to us on Facebook, do us a favor right now. Hit the like and share. Share to some Facebook groups. Share to your own social media pages. We greatly, greatly appreciate it when you do that. If you're listening to us on YouTube, a lot of you, believe it or not, are still not subscribed. So do us a favor. Subscribe. Hit that notification bell. Ting. So you can get all of our content that we publish here on AYS. If you're listening to us on XM Radio or you're listening to us on the audio podcast, anywhere you listen to podcasts, rate, review, subscribe, all that good stuff. We greatly, greatly appreciate it. Uh, and and look, that, that that platform for us is is always growing, always, always growing. So we greatly appreciate it. All right, let's do this. Let's pay some bills and then we'll get started. None better than our good friends over at GM Varno and Sons at betonline.ag. Our partners over at BetOnline continue to be the number one source for all of your betting needs and sports info. Find all the latest sports developments, including updated odds on the NBA playoffs, fights, and even next season's futures. And don't forget that the MLB is back as well. Who are you picking to win the World Series? BetOnline is your continued source for all of your sports wagering needs, including live betting and your favorite Vegas casino and poker games it's easy to get started so head on over to their website use betonline.ag use that promo code believe that's b-l-e-a-v that's b-l-e-a-v to receive your 50 percent welcome bonus on your first deposit that's betonline.ag betonline.ag with over 65 years of experience nobody is better equipped to service in your vehicle than gm vardo and sons RV repair, big rig overhauls, motor chassis, routine maintenance, tire rotations, tire sales. No job is too big or too small over at GM. If you break down the side of the road in the greater Baton Rouge area, they will come and get you. And the best thing about that is that they can come and get you. And then they can bring your vehicle back to their shop and start the repairs right then. Again, GM, Varno and Sons, go see them over at 2500 Fuller Boulevard. Give them a call at 225 225-664-9992. Tell me, good friend, Blake Rafino. Sit you on by. 
Chance Babin says that the catcher from Live Oak who signed last year is going to JUCO so he can go pro. Yeah, he's not a big um, fan of school from what I hear. Rob Boudreaux says, Blake, don't ever stop singing. Don't stop. Believe it. Yeah, yeah, that was probably a bad one. That was probably a really bad one. Uh, Blaine Smith says, I saw that Tari Eason is training as a mid-first-round pick of the NBA draft. First off, let me give a shout-out to Adam Sandler and LeBron James. I don't care what you think about Sandler or LeBron James or any of those guys. I really could care less. I watched the movie Hustle, the basketball movie. Uh, it was really good. Really, really, really good. All right, let's get this thing started, y'all. Let's get this thing started, y'all. Everybody do us a favor by hitting the like and share. Share to all those Facebook groups. Subscribe. Share uh, the YouTube channel to all your platforms. We greatly, uh, greatly appreciate it. Let me get this to this one from Jeff, too, um, um, before we get rolling, though. But he says, please ask Glendale White, how often did Vince Young remind him of the Texas-USC Natty game when they both played at the Titans at the same time? Yeah, that was my, actually my second question. I might leave off um, – I might lead lead off with that one. I think that'd be really good, uh, guys. I don't know if you saw it today, but Ross Dellinger posted on the NC or on Twitter today about the NCAA. It's going to spark a Rafino's rant that that talks about LSU and and look. I know that you're tired of talking about this, but it is the off season. I know, but every single day, every single day, it is a DM. It is a message. It is something that LSU's doing wrong, guys. I'm here to tell you, they're not doing anything wrong, but. If you missed it, basically, and, and I'm not even going to read it. It's not worth the leaked thing that Ross Dellinger got his hands on, which, quite honestly, let's call it what it is. The NCAA gave Ross to leak to warn teams about them coming down with penalties on NIL and things like that. Quite honestly, it's an idle threat. Now, here's here's one thing. Do they have the power to come down? Sure. I mean, if they have proof on like a Texas A&M, could they hit them with some form of sanction? Sure. Sure they can. I don't think it stands up. I don't think it will stand up. So I don't know what these idle threats are that the NCAA is trying to make even to A&M. Guys, the truth is, the truth, is Mark Emmert's a horrible leader. It's a horrible leader. He should have gotten this done well beforehand. Been out in front of it. But everybody would have... Look, when you want to win, and you want to win big, you're going to find ways. And basically, Ross post-tweeted this. I mean, basically what the NCAA is telling teams is, hey, if you break the NIL law in recruiting, we're coming after you. Well, what's taking you so damn long? Why does it take all of this? Why does it take Nick Saban going out there and throwing a hissy fit to, for you to uh, intervene, for you to do something? The recruiting part is probably the worst of all of it. The tampering is number two. Players getting paid name, image, and likeness and getting paid money for their name, image, and likeness is the furthest thing. The furthest thing from what the problem is. Oh, these kids are making money. It's a problem. It's not a problem, y'all. I want you to do me a favor. Let's take out our handy-dandy calculators. Okay. 
are handy-dandy calculators. And let's just say, you know, LSU has about 100,000 seats, right? So let's do 100,000 times 100. $100 a ticket. It's $10 million for, per game. $10 million if every seat in that stadium was worth $100. We know that there's there are more. I'm being very conservative. What if they're $200 on average per game? So you got $20 million per home game in gross revenue, and everybody in here is worried about, worried about a name, image, and likeness deal if some kid is making a million dollars a year. Do you understand how stupid that sounds? Do you understand? You could take $1 million of that generated revenue and pass it around to players. I don't know how much you'd give them. Quite honestly, I don't care if you did. But you want to talk about the biggest farce, the biggest, the biggest, the craziest thing of all of it? And the NCAA and, and everybody is worried about name, image, and likeness? You know, we've talked a lot this week, and a lot of people say, oh, no, Brian Kelly and LSU aren't ready to go. Then who the hell are you talking to, by the way? Every single day, it's about NIL. NIL this, NIL that. And I look, I get it. I get it. Money makes the world go round. But the team's bitching about it. The team's complaining about NIL. The fans and the fan bases that are moaning, groaning, and complaining about NIL is because you're not winning in the game. Right? I don't see A&M's fans freaking out about name, image, and likeness. Why? Why? Oh, that's right. Because they're winning in recruiting. People complain when you when they're not winning instead of rolling up their sleeves and doing something about it. I've begged and pleaded, begged and pleaded. If you own a business and you want to come and this in this show comment, other shows comment. If you run a business, pay nil money to kids. It's not that difficult. Get you a contract. Do it. But then the NCAA saying they're going to come down if you do something in recruiting. Where the hell have you been? I I I I I just don't get it. I, I I just don't get it. You you got like people think that we're so far behind. But newsflash, newsflash. Brian Kelly already went out there and told you that he's got a master plan and he's ready to execute it. Then why are you so worried about it? It's funny. It's so damn funny when the legislation changed and now all of a sudden these recruiting services are talking about this guy's trending to LSU. Dog, they've been trending to LSU for a while now. Just because you don't know doesn't mean anything. Derek Williams making a secret visit to LSU. Kylan Jackson getting a prediction. Good. Sounds good. Glad you got the source. Glad you got that Kylan Jackson is leaning to LSU. Glad that you believe Sheldon Sampson is training to LSU. Guys, they already have been. This isn't an overnight thing. It's not an overnight thing. Recruiting never is.
It never is. So far behind in NIL, but all of a sudden, LSU ended with a top six class, some would argue the best in Brian Kelly's tenure. Oh, Blake, we're not getting Arch. Oh, Blake, we're not getting Holstein. Holstein was never coming. I, I don't, I, I don't. Congratulations to Bama fans. You got Eli Holstein. Good luck. Congratulations. Glad you got him. Glad he committed. <laughs> Super. Super duper. NCAA making idle threats. What's that about? Uh, Justin Lagrange says, Blake, please tell me that we have a few shortstops coming up and prefer that won't give us 18-plus errors. We do. I believe that we do. Uh, Blake Deuce says his hashtag asks Blake, well, Gio, well, Gio is gone. How many more from baseball is going to enter the portal? I think maybe – I mean, I, I, I didn't, like, go through this and write it down, but I'm just kind of thinking in my head a little bit. I would say maybe Will Helmers, uh, Safford, Holt, um, maybe Trevin- maybe a Travinsky because you got two catchers potentially coming in. Um, I don't know if Bianco goes in the portal. I, I I don't know that, but maybe could make some sense. But I like Bianco. I think he's a great team leader. Um, you know what does Jack Merrifield do? I don't know if Mer. I think Merrifield may say stick around, but. You got a couple of infielders coming in. Look, I, 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 guys, I'll tell you this. Jay wants to get more athletic. He he wants athletes and not pulmonary athletes. Like everybody played shortstop and you you got to play shortstop to me on this team and play in the field. Although that, that did help, but he would sacrifice, obviously, offense for defense. Two ways to skin a cat. And I'm not going to get in that discussion tonight about or today or on this show what a great philosophy is and should you – you know, replace offensive production with defensive production. Uh, I mean, guys, did y'all watch the regionals? Did, did how many of a show of hands? Give me a thumbs up in the chat if you watch more mo- multiple games inside the regional outside of it, watching LSU. Guys, games were getting Ole Miss won the re, their regional, scoring twenty two runs. Arkansas and Oklahoma State, guys. Qu- quite frankly. Quite frankly, I think that they scored, what, 40 runs apiece in the series? 40-plus runs? So, I, w- w- playing against one another, I might add, I think. So, what, Texas A&M, TCU, I think that that score ended, I think it was 17 to 14, something ridiculous like that. <laughs> Guys, baseball's changing. And you want to know why college baseball and regionals are getting so many eyeballs? It's because they're scoring a lot of runs and they're hitting the ball all over the park. Now, I know that the game it makes the game longer. Well, cool. I don't, I don't really care. I don't really care. I want to see good I want to see offense. You know, and I am not getting in that into that debate tonight. I'm just I'm just not. Daniel Williams says Adam Sandler is a baller. Yeah, I mean he is, man. I think it was uh I forget the guy who played the co co lead. They uh, uh, it starts with an H. His last name and I can't pronounce it, but I know that I know he's a player. Uh, Randy Bennett says we all ha- we have one if he don't uh, go pro. Yeah, yeah. Let me text Lindell.
right. I know. Awkward, awkward, uh, awkward silence. Awkward silence. Just wanted to text Lindell and tell him that we're we're ready to go. Daniel Williams also says this, it normally does take Saban saying something for things to change in college football. Yeah, I, I mean, or or this is my conspiracy theory. So here's your conspiracy theory in sports for the day. Um, did Nick? Did, I'm not saying that Nick Saban colluded, right? Like I'm not saying he colluded with the NCAA or Mark Emmert. But hear me out here. Now, this is complete conspiracy theory, sports conspiracy theory. Um, I wonder if the NCAA wanted wanted somebody like Nick to go out there and say that to give them a reason to go out there and start investigating publicly. You know, what if, what if they open an investigation on Texas A&M because they heard what Nick Saban said? Now, I don't know if they'll do that, but... You know, there have been times and cases, you know, like, you know, if you've ever watched a mafia movie, somebody will leak something to the press and get on the front page of the news so that like Rudy Giuliani can come knocking on their front door with a subpoena. Not saying Rudy Giuliani was, you know, was dirty, but I think it's funny. So that's my conspiracy in sports for the day. I think maybe Saban and, and Mark Emmer might have been, maybe colluded. Uh, Ant says, I disagree. Saban hasn't changed anything. That's true. He just adapted to what's already been happening. That's also very true. That's very true. Very true. Um, I don't know. how I, Guys, I'm so bad with names. Jason Brumfield says, Hermanguez, Hermangaz. Yeah, for real. Uh, Jacob Samuelson says, need that kid from Kansas. Yeah, Dorothy, we're not in Kansas anymore. We're not in Kansas anymore. Look, again, like I've said, I don't have – guys, we, we've we done multiple NIL deals on the show. We've, we're in that space. I don't know what the NCAA is doing and making these idle threats, right? Like, what you making an idle threat for, dog? Shit. You can tell, like <laughs> – I ain't going to say it. I'll say I'll save it for Twitter spaces, but stop making idle threats. All right, we got Lindell White in about a minute. We'll get to a very quick commercial break, and then we'll get – man, I got to tell you, man, huge fan. My man's over at Believe, dog. B-L-E-A-V. Use that promo code Believe on Bet Online, by the way. Hey, I'm just, I'm just saying. Let me say this very quickly. You, you dog making some cash with this NBA Finals, dog. Jason Tatum, stand up for your boy. My man's making the brother some paper, y'all. And I don't like the Celtics. I'm just going to be honest. That Draymond getting all up in everybody's face. I don't curse in front of my kids. The best thing about that is Draymond cursed out a reporter in front of his son. <laughs> Come on, Dre. Damn, dog. All right, last one. Then we're getting to uh, Lindell. Uh, Jerry, Jerry Zimmerman said, Saban throwing rocks and hiding his hands is all, yeah? Bro, they were ripping Saban today on that. Uh, y'all saw Nick was doing a recruiting thing. He was doing a uh, – some recruit came to Alabama, and somebody said that Nick <laughs> Nick's titties <laughs> is closer to his belt line than it is his neck. Man, they ripping on my man Saban. Let me tell y'all something, though. Y'all going to piss that old man off, and he's going to start kicking some people's asses now. Y'all make fun of that man if y'all want to. He's going to start whipping some ass. All right, let's do this. Let's get to very quick commercial break. The great 
the legend, fight on. Lindell White joins us after this. Let's talk about our good friends over at Gramco and my good friend over at State Farm, Carol Falls. Guys, we'll be back in a minute 30. Guys, I've got to talk to you about our good friends over at Gramco. They are the Delta company based out of the state of Florida. They're founded by college football junkies just like you and I, and I am not sure if you're familiar with Delta 8, but you need to be. Gramco is the absolute leader in this field, and they have phenomenal products that I just need to tell you about. First off is the Wake and Bake coffee that is absolutely spectacular. The gummies are as well as they're the best in the market. So go to thegramco.com right now and use the promo code AYS25. That's thegramco.com, AYS25 promo code to get 25% off of your order. Jump on this fast as it is perfect for holidays, anniversaries, and everyday use. Gramco is hemp-derived and completely legal inside of the state of Louisiana. No medical card is needed, and shipping is very discreet. You must be 21 years older to order. Again, that's thegramco.com. Use that promo code AYS25. Guys, you might know my good friend Carol Falls and all the great service that he provides over at State Farm. He is your good neighbor after all. But did you know State Farm has surprisingly great rates as well? Along with a great neighbor service, State Farm agent Carol Falls has surprisingly great rates for everyone inside the state of Louisiana. So call him today at 985-395-4300, 985-395-4300 for all of those surprisingly great rates on auto, home, and life insurance needs. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there, and individual premiums will vary by customer. All applicants subject to the State Farm underwriting requirements. All right, we have former great running back from USC and in the NFL, Lindell White, joining us. Lindell, what's up, my man? Uh-oh. Oh, yeah. It's a little warm for me, but I love to be here, baby. All right, a little warm. Where are you at right now? Um, I'm actually at the Chop House. I'm not too far from French Quarter. I was down in uh, Baton Rouge earlier this morning um, at the LSU camp with my nephews. And I had a good time, man. They, they, it was a first-class act. They treated us good, seeing BK and those guys. So it was pretty dope. Okay. Well, look, we're an LSU Saints podcast. We talk a lot of LSU and SEC and college football. But let's get into this, some of this LSU stuff. Yes, sir. Nephews were at LSU. You met BK. I saw you were down there, man. Take yeah. us through that. Why were you down in Baton Rouge? I know you said the nephews, but how was it being around the uh, BK and, and LSU? Um, so, okay, quick backstory. My, my One of my best friends is Chris Johnson. Um, I've been around their, his twins since they were born. You know, they called me uncle and whatnot. So we had picked uh, – well, we asked them to pick three camps that they wanted to go to. Um, they picked Clemson, they picked Texas, and they picked LSU. So, you know, they picked the three, and we brought them out here. Um, and you know, they've been LS, LSU fans. They love, uh, Odell Tyron. They love Jamar Chase. They, you know, the Jeff and Justin Jefferson and those guys, Joe Burrow. And I mean, it was just exciting to get those guys down here so they can just get a little feel. They're young kids, but it's nothing like seeing them light up when they get around some stuff like that. Absolutely. Now, let me ask you, was this your first time at LSU, like on the campus around yeah. their facilities? What's your, what's your thoughts about that? Um, it's crazy because I ran into, I'm not, I can't think of his name all the way right because I just met him today as the quarterback coach. But uh, Joe Sloan. Yes, yes, exactly. He went to school with Chris Johnson at ECU. Uh-huh. So 
when we were just walking today out of nowhere, he comes and gets us and, uh, you know, they, they, uh, they exchange a little bit and, um, he ends up taking us around the whole LSU stuff. So we, he actually got some LSU gear. Um, I got to see you know, all the trophies. I just, I met some players and stuff today, man. You, you guys facilities unbelievable, man. Um, my guy, Ed Odron left you guys in some great hands, man. Well, let's speak on Ed O. I mean, fight on, <laughs> I mean, you know, I got, you know, I got to ask Ed O's story, man. Look, yes, sir. We, we talked to Warren Sapp, I think it was about a year ago. And we, we spent about an hour talking about, uh, Ed O and the stories. Needless to say the whole rock, everything the rock does, apparently he got from Ed Orsron when they're in Miami. So <laughs> what about Ed O at USC? Now, Linda, I got to say Pete Carroll, uh, I mean, that offense, Lane Kiffin. I mean, you had so many great coaches that were on that staff. But what about Ed O and that staff that you can let our listeners know about that time? Well, honestly, I mean, the first and foremost thing with Ed for me was that how genuine he was. Mm-hmm. He's always been the guy that you see. He's never, you know, uh, tried to sugarcoat or coattail anything. He's always told you how it was. And that's something I can appreciate for a coach. But um, he recruited me at USC. And um, – my first couple of weeks on campus, I remember that we had a guy that we used to call the water boy. And we used to do the, the Bobby <laughs> Boucher. It's crazy. We were down in Louisiana. Yeah, so we used to do the little, uh, uh. So every time they would call his name, we would do that. We would do that. You know what I mean? We'd be like, uh, uh. So we did it one time. And, you know, it's like, hey, hey, you mother Next time when you got, next time when you got to do that, I'm going to come back there and choke one of you motherfuckers. Right? And we like... <laughs> We like everybody's just cracking up, like, yeah, right. So the water boy got back up there again, and he everybody started going, uh, uh. and man, if Ed didn't jump up and take off his shirt and say, Hey, all you motherfuckers, come outside right now. I want all you. <laughs> and you know, that's just how he was. He, he stuck up for everybody, but man, when he tells you he wanted to peace at you, he wasn't backing down. He meant come outside right now, he wanted to fight. Hey man, something in the water down here, dog. <laughs> you know, hey, nothing like Ed Odron, man. I have nothing but love for him, and I'm glad that I got my time with him at USC. And um, I'm glad we could share him, share him with you guys because he brought some joy, joy to you guys as oh, well. Oh, man, that 19 season was insane, man. It yeah, was insane. Joey B, Joey B. I remember talking to Ed one time, and I said, how do you guys feel? He said, hey, so I'm going to stop you right there. We got Joe. <laughs> <laughs> That's all he said. I'm thinking he's going to give me some crazy answer. I'm like, hey, Coach, how do you feel? Hey, I'm going to stop you right there. We got Joe. <laughs> hey, well, hey, well, he gave you a lot of credit. I mean, so I remember in a press conference, somebody asked him about Reggie Bush, you know, and and you guys, and he goes, "Thunder and lightning, thunder and lightning." Yeah. He said he would he would bang cymbals and stuff. Thunder and lightning, here they come. Yeah, and so yes, that, that's interesting. Now let me get off that with you. Did he did he recruit you? Did Ed was Ed a part of your recruitment? Any? Actually, yeah, Ed was. It was Ed, um, Steve Sarkeesian, and Lane Kiffin. They were definitely all a part of it. It's crazy. That's a crazy trio, right? Because all the successes that these guys is having now, it's crazy that, you know, when I was around, they were just young pups, uh, anxious to learn, you know, getting the experience. And um, they were unbelievable teachers. I learned so much when I went to USC that, you know, when I was so advanced when I got to the NFL because of the the job that, you know, Lane and uh, Sark was able to do with me and just uh, provide me all the information for the offense. When I got to the NFL, you know, they used to just tell me, like, Oh, oh, he got to, you know, if you need to learn something, ask Lindell. He got all the info. So I'm thankful for those guys for sure. So let me, that's what I was going to ask you. Now that we look at it, you're talking about Sark, you talk about Lane, you talk about Pete, you talk about all those guys and team that you had. Lindell, I got to be honest, is, is I don't want to say, because no disrespect to your coaches in the NFL, literally, I don't mean yes, it like that. 
but was it kind of a step down a little bit? I mean, look, man, you can't get more of an innovative than Sark and Lane on that same staff from an offensive perspective. Well, yeah. I mean, but if you look at it anyway, I mean, you look at Norm. Norm Chow was around there. You have right. Pete Carroll. You got uh, uh, Coach Norton. Uh, when you honestly look at it, you can't knock it. I mean, Pete Carroll got he, – he, he had unbelievable success at USC, right? He leaves. He goes to Seattle. He has unbelievable success. So with that being said, um, it, it kind of was a step down in a sense because um, I'm not knocking nothing with Jeff Fisher. That's actually my favorite coach of all time, Jeff oh, Fisher wow. by far. So that's the, you know he's my favorite. But yeah, when you go up there and you're you're used to getting coached a certain way, and you're used to the these guys telling you a certain thing, and it's always about compete, compete, compete. And when you get to that next level, these guys are. You know, it's all about that money sometimes. Right. So it ain't really about competing. It's like, yo, I got my money. I got my check. You guys go do what you need to do, man. So, yeah, I, I honestly got to say that. My coaching staff at USC probably hands down the best coaching staff I've ever had. Staying with USC, and I want to get to ask your opinion on, obviously, Lincoln. You know, we talk a lot of college football here. I got yes, Look, man, you were part of and really was one of the staple, and you probably would have been the MVP of the game. Obviously, you know what game I'm going to ask about. Yes, but, sir. Lindale, it's probably the best college football game of all time. Now, when you and Vince were in Tennessee together, did y'all ever chop it up about it? Like, what was what was that like? You know what's crazy? I just left uh, Houston, Texas right now, man. I was in Houston about uh, Monday, actually. I had a business meeting with Vince. Still my brother, one of my uh, greatest friends to this day. But the reason why I honestly believe that he's one of my, my friends like that is the first time that I, um, I seen Vince Young, after the Rose Bowl was um, in Houston, Texas for the All-Star game. Mm -hmm. My cousin Chauncey was down there. He, he used to always invite me out. Um, so I'll I go down there with him. And I remember it was me and Tyron Lou. Um, and I think uh, I think Chauncey might have been right there. And um, as I'm getting out the car, Vince Young is pulling up. This is right at – well, All-Star game is right after the uh, National Championship game. So – He's pulling up, and I'm like, oh, shit, man. Like, you know what I mean? Like, God damn. Like, my, how, how bad can my luck be, right? So he pull, he pulls up, and he has, like, five G-Wagons, and he hops out, right? And the first thing he says is, 2-1, what's up, baby? You know what I mean? And I, I shook his hand, and he never said anything about the game. He was like, man, you know you're in my city. If you need anything while you're here, you make sure you call me. I don't want you spending your money. You need somewhere to stay. Whatever it is, you just let me know I got you. And, you know, fast forward three months after that, we both get drafted on the same team. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, it was just – it's kind of meant to be, man. Vince is an unbelievable character. He is hands down one of my best friends because of how genuine and how real he is. If he, if he tells you he got you, he'll do anything he can to, to make sure he got you. He'll give you a shirt off his back. I know people say that a lot, but he's actually did that. A quick another story about that. One time I leave uh, – we're in Tennessee. I lock my keys – well, I lose my key somewhere. And so I get back to the, you know, the flight and I'm trying to get in my car. I don't have no keys or nothing. And it's like the, the it's like six or seven hundred dollars. And I'm like, I might as well get another key. He's like, listen, take me home. You take my car. Um, and that we could work that out. Fast forward you four months later. Four months later, I still have his car. I finally get my keys at the, <laughs> at the Range Rover. And you know, I take his car back to him. He's like, Man, I forgot you even had this. <laughs> Hey. But mind you, I'm driving to work every day in his car. He sees it, so it's like. <laughs> hey, tell me you yeah. know you're rich without telling me you, you know that you're rich. I mean, like you forgot yeah. you forgot about a whole ass car. 
Dog, yeah, Vince I, I got to get my oil changed. I, I ain't got multiple cards. That's awesome. I see the 2-1. I got to ask you this. Yeah. I see the 2-1. Um, yeah. Dion, right? Like, Dion was your – Yeah, that's the inspiration all the way. I, I thought I was prime time before prime time for sure. Like, it was when, when 2-1 used to come on, um, for starting at the Falcons, um, but when he went to, you know, San Fran for sure, but when he was at Dallas – I thought I was going to be Deion Sanders, but the whole time I was playing running back. But if that's the kind of impact he had on me. And um, I actually seen uh, Shador, his son, in uh, Vegas a few months back, and I was talking to him. He said, I see that 2-1, and I got into the story too about it. I was like, man, if, if you only knew, man, your dad is the reason for this, man, and I love it for it. <laughs> hey, you might tell him I love your daddy. You know, I love your dad because, you know, look – Lindell, I got to be honest. This isn't trying to be a little fanboy, but like what you and Reggie and Matt and those guys did generated my generation, you know, to want to go and yes, play sir. football. And Dion was probably that for a lot of guys like yourself and others. And I mean, that's what oh, makes yeah. the game of football so great. But let me ask you this. What do you think about Dion and what he's doing at Jackson State, man? I mean, I he's it. killing it over there. He did. I'm, I'm going he deserves red carpet. I wish that there was some type of money funds that we can continue to give to these HBCUs, but he's also, he's putting such a big light on it because I mean, the fact that he got the number one recruit or the Travis guy and you know, everybody's saying they paid him this, paid him that, but it's like, listen, we all know that these bigger programs have way more money to pay him. So if that was about the money, he wouldn't have went to Jackson state. Agreed. He clearly, he clearly went there because he's going to play for Dion. So I'm, I'm proud of Dion, man. I'm, I'm, I'm happy to see where he's going. I'm not sure if this is going to be his calling. The HBCU thing is going to be his calling much longer, obviously, because, you know, Deion, what he's able to do and how he's recruiting, there's going to be a team that's going to probably offer him whatever he wants to come to one of the Power Five. So, you know, uh, I'm excited to see where his next step takes him. But as of right now, man, I couldn't be more happier for Deion. He he deserves nothing but flowers right now. Shout out to you, Primetime. Hey, and look, it's not just the Travis Hunter kid. I mean, he's getting multiple four stars. I mean, look, yeah. and look, it doesn't even matter, Lindell, that it, and we we have this, you know, one of our good friends and one of our producers hosts one of the HBCU podcasts, and he talks about, you know, they talk about Travis Hunter, but what about the four stars? You don't see yeah. four stars going to little FCS schools, and Dion, not at all. you know, is bringing that. A couple more, and I, I, thank you so much for your time, and then we'll get you on out of here. Uh, but so Ant Marshall no uh, says, hashtag Ask Lindell, what's your relationship like now with Reggie Bush? Hey, I, I'm actually going to see Reggie next Friday. We have an event um, at USC to uh, welcome Lincoln Riley and uh, to probably try to, you know, holler at some of our recruits. Um, but, yeah, I, I actually talk to Reggie on a regular basis, whether it's on Instagram, I, you know, respond to one of his posts or he texts me or we text each other to see, to see how we're doing. Um, but, yeah, Reggie's my guy, man. Five is one of the – the, the coldest players that I've ever got to witness with my eyes and by far the best college football player that I ever played with. So, yes. Well, and, you Man. know, obviously we're in Louisiana. He got drafted by the Saints. So, obviously yes, the sir. Reggie thing here is a big thing. But let me ask you this on a personal note. I, I, want, I should have asked you this early in the day, maybe so you could think about it. But, man, are you and Reggie the best one-two punch and running backs in history? Without a doubt. See, listen, I'm not even, even going to sugarcoat shit. I'm not going to hide it. I will not do none of that. I, I was just in Clemson with C.J. Spiller, and I've seen his stats. Um, I talked to Willis McGahee and uh, C.P. and those guys. Those are my friends. We talk shit on a regular basis. By far, Miami thinks they're way better. But, no, if you look at the stats and you look at what we were able to do in three years and, what, and you just combine those numbers – 
Yeah, nobody did with me and Reggie. And, and the fact that we were able to play in three straight national championship games, yeah, nobody did with me and Reggie did. Not Dalvin Cook, not not Ty Gurley and those boys. Not hey, I love you boys, but nah, ain't nobody played with me and Reggie. <laughs> By no, uh-uh, no way. So no way. I want to kick this over to Lincoln and you know fight on in USC. Look, it's always better when USC is better, right? Like yes, sir. When they're you know cl- climbing the top of the mountain and getting back there. But y'all made football in L.A. Like, y'all were the dudes, right? Like, yeah. there was no, you know, L.A. Rams, Aaron Donald, you know, Sean McVay. Everybody was coming to y'all's practice. Lincoln right. Riley now is coming here. He's obviously a big prestige coach. He's going back to USC. Is there a buzz now back at USC because oh, he's there? Man, I haven't seen my friends and my ex-former teammates so excited about what's going on yet. Yes, We've been getting, you know, the Caleb's and the Addison's, but that's exactly what we needed to see. The fact that we hired Lincoln and the fact that he was able to turn something around and get us, you know, I don't, I forget how, I think it was top 20 recruiting class, but the number one transfer portal. Right. I'm not mad at it. We wanted to see results and we wanted to see results right away. Um, Clay Hilton was an unbelievable guy, man. I have nothing but love for him. You know, good luck down there. And uh, I think he's down in uh, Georgia state. Yep. Um, but, uh, Man, I'm, I couldn't be more happier that we have Lincoln. We needed a big name. Kids want to play for somebody that has done something or proven themselves. This guy has two number one picks, two Heisman Trophy winners in less than 10 years. What are we talking about, guys? Like, if, if it's not a time to get excited, I don't, our, our, our next year's class, we, we got Malachi. You know, we got uh, uh, Zach. We got some guys coming in, man. This is an exciting time to be a Trojan. I'm excited, man. So you obviously keep up with it. I mean, look, I've talked to former players, yeah. NFL guys. I mean, you, it sounds like you're nah, excited about all this, man. Like, you're ready for I'm, it to rock. I'm die. I'm die hard. <laughs> I'm in tune. When I tell you, like, I text these kids and I try to be a mentor, just somebody that they can roll something off when they need to, I'm really in tune with my team. And whatever I can do to help USC get back to where we need to be, because like you said, when USC is good, you know, Ohio State, Penn State, when Florida State and Florida is good, college football is, you know, it feels no like it's doubt. real. So, so like, man, it's time to get back on a pedestal. Um, and, and, you know, it's time to start fighting on because it's been long for us. It's been a long, it's been a long damn near, what, it's been close to 20 years. So, yep. yeah, it's, it's time to get back in, in the swing of things and bring some championships back. Last one, I'll get you out of here, Lindell. I would have told Vince that he was down on that pitch play for that first touchdown. Oh, yeah. His knee I, was down. His knee was down. I, I would have told him. I never would have let him forget it. I think he felt bad. That's why he gave you the car for four months. You know what I mean? You like, feel me? He, you know, he, he knew. Uh, but let me he ask you. He knew how to sweeten it up. Let me ask you this. NIL is a big deal now, right? I mean, um, it's kind of a twofold question, but how much money do you think that you and Lindell would have – I mean, you and Lindell. You and Reggie and all the guys would have made then – and number two, but the more serious question, how great do you think that this is or not so great for, for kids to make money now in college? Um, first part of your question, I think me and Reggie would have – the sky would have been the limit in L.A., especially with how we were winning and, you know, the, the influence that USC has on L.A. So it, it would have been crazy to see. I, I mean, it would have been millions and upon millions of dollars for sure. And then number five probably would have, yeah, it would have been a whole bunch of money for him. Mm-hmm. But the, to answer your second part of the question, um, to me, it's like a catch-22 in a sense. I'm I'm all for it because we've been wanting these kids to get played or paid for so long, right? So now that they're getting paid, um, these coaches, you know, you know, saving uh, Jimbo, all these guys are 
you even the Ryan Day, they're coming out like, you know, this is how much we need, right? <laughs> right. They're already scratching it, but they've been wanting it for so long that they should have already had something implemented to, to have it going. No doubt. Now that it's the wild, wild west, you can't be mad that even if somebody is offering a kid five or ten million, you can't be mad. First of all, we're doing this and we play this game to hopefully get our family out of wherever we come from, where we help them, you know, to add on to the legacy. So you can't be mad that some kid is going to chase some money, right? Um, I just hope that, you know, and I, this is a plea to some of you kids out there. I hope that you guys are not chasing the money, but you're chasing your dream still because the dream is to ultimately be great and to go to the NFL. If we stop with the money right now, that some of these kids are going to, you know, fall off. They're going to take the money and run. We're not going to see that the their true potential. So hopefully, um, you know, some of these kids, you know, they heed and listen to what I'm saying. But naturally, you're going to have the knuckleheads. But the kids that are that it's meant to be, they'll find a way. They're going to find a way to get in with somebody and, you know, do the right thing with their money. So when they do, you know, you get the money at college that they'll do the right thing and not get in trouble and hopefully like you know let that fall over to the nfl and do a great job man. right lindale you've been fantastic man i know you're doing the podcast with believe have you guys yes, launched that yet and if you have tell everybody where they can catch all your stuff oh yes yeah, me, me and my homegirl Kristen. but you know everything that they spotify apple we on everything you know mm -hmm. um if you click under his page i'm pretty sure you're gonna find us um you know i'm at the real lindale I'm, uh showcase white on instagram if you want to holler at me but, yeah, I'm here for the people, man. But, yeah, the Trojans are back, baby, and we're here to whoop some ass. Well, let, so let, let, me say, let me say this. LSU and USC are playing each other in Vegas. I think it's in 2024. So we got a little ways before we get that. Lindell, we gonna, we're going to be there. We're going to be doing the show live from Vegas. We need to bring you on set in person. And look, we need it's to do a split show. We can do the split show. That's what I'm saying. I'm with you. Let's All do right. the split show. I, I'll show. be we're there. We're playing I, that now. All right, I'll be there. I'll, 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 never mind. I, I see. I, I start getting excited when we talk football in the opening game, and it's in Vegas. How can you get it yeah. better, man? How can you get it better? Man, we're gonna, yeah, we're gonna whoop some ass. So I hope y'all ready. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm gonna talk my shit in person. I'm just gonna. <laughs> my God, I, I like that, baby. Let's I love do it. it. All right, Lindell, thank you so much, man. We'll talk again soon. Hey, I think. Uh, thank you guys for having me. Believe sports, we're up to something, you guys. No doubt. And like I just told him, man, fight on because the Trojans is coming, baby. Yes, indeed. We'll talk to you soon, brother. Have a good night. Yes, sir. Fight on. All right, that's Lindell White. Man, the GOAT. The GOAT. You got to love it, man. You got to love it. Eric Weinberger from Believe says, let's go fight on. Great interview with Lindell. Absolutely fantastic. I kind of let something slip, but, yes, we are going to Vegas. Uh, LGZ says, fire interview, Blake. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, and Jason says, Blake has been rocking these interviews last several weeks. Great shows and fun guests. Thank you. Yeah, Lindell is going to be doing his own um, podcast with Believe. I've already listened to some of the stuff. Man, it's fantastic. I mean, when you're that high level of a, 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 of a college player and you go into the NFL and you do the things that he did, you can't get much better than that, man. You can't get much better than that. Uh, oh, Danny Girl says, Blake, you're killing these interviews. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, Danny Thompson says Raleigh didn't want none of the Wild Wild West. Well, I mean, look, guys, I mean, I, I hear a lot of people saying that, um, you know, he didn't want anything of the SEC, but, man, USC could be a hard place to turn down. I mean, guys are paying him 100 and what? Uh, what was the contract? Like $110 million, And they gave him a jet and they bought him a house. 
I mean, I ain't trying to be rude, but <laughs> you paying me all that money, I might go over there too. Shit. It's, I mean, I would obviously want to coach at LSU, but still. Daniel says, great stuff, Blake. Thank you, sir. Lamar Williams says, big pressure will be in Vegas also. Hell yeah, you will be because you'll be spending all the money. You'll be spending all the money. I mean, this dude plays $1,000 a hand blackjack, y'all. I've seen him do it. I've seen him do it. Jason says, LSU would have whooped that ass for the national championship. Yeah, I should have asked him that, but I didn't, you know. <laughs> I talk my shit in person. Justin says, hashtag ask Blake, if BK wins a natty in the first year of years, will you shave your beard and your hair? Not my hair, I'll shave my beard. You're damn right I will. Hell, I shaved it for, uh, I shaved it in 19. <laughs> it's the last time that thing was shaved though um last time for sure uh jason says they used to be the only show in the pac-12 now they can get there real quick and i agree that they can get there very quickly guys i mean dan laney at oregon utah i mean but utah's up and down you know but it's gonna be fun to um it's gonna be fun to go and play them in vegas uh, Pooh Bear says the Golden Boot Pod. Do producers get to go to Vegas? Yeah, man, you pay your own way. Pay your own way. Heck yeah, dog. Heck yeah. All right, let's get to this. Let's do a very quick commercial break. We'll be back in a minute. Let me talk about my good friend, uh, my good friends over the Drake Williams Law Firm, drakewilliamslawfirm.com. Guys, we'll be back in a minute. Close it out. By the Drake Williams Law Firm, drakewilliamslawfirm.com. Whether you've been injured in an accident, you're preparing for a future with your estate planning, you're getting ready to close in on a real estate deal, or you're about to welcome a new addition through adoption into your family, or you're facing criminal charges, you need very experienced attorneys, and that is what the Drake Williams Law Firm will be able to do for you in navigating the legal system. The door to their cozy office in historic downtown Ponchatoula has been open since 1981. They have helped thousands and thousands of Louisiana families and individuals win cases, close on real estate deals, and regain that peace of mind. Their lawyers over at the Drake Williams Law Firm, Ernie Drake III, Ryan J. Williams, and Summer Vignair are very determined, compassionate, and dedicated to their craft. It's the Drake Williams Law Firm, drakewilliamslawfirm.com. Give them a call today at 985-386-7600. Tell them your good friend Blake Rafino at AYS sent you on by. I got a text from Lindell after the after the uh he just got off. Yeah, we doing this Vegas thing, bro. We doing this Vegas thing. Shout out to Lindell. Jason says, ain't gonna lie though, five and twenty one was a tough matchup. Yeah, man. I mean, I I gotta be honest, it was a little bit of a bucket list. I mean, Lindell I mean, I love Reggie Bush, don't get it twisted, but Lindell was my guy, man. So shout out to Believe for making all these things happen. Um, Daniel Williams says, what about future salespeople? Nope. Uh, <laughs> Al Landry says, maybe Zach will shave his goatee by then. No, probably not. Probably not. Uh, Ryan says, pressure needs to lend his private jet to us. Yeah, pressure. Can I, can I borrow your private jet? Can I borrow your private jet? Um, uh, <clears throat> nurse court says, thanks, Lindell. Yep. Uh, and says awesome interview good stuff from Lindell absolutely but yeah that 2024 game man it's gonna be really fun I mean it, it, especially if especially isn't it 2024 I believe so especially if um USC is back up to par and let's be honest LSU's got some things that they got to do 
LSU's got some things that they got to do. They got to make some things happen too. And so I think it's going to be a slug match. What you know, because you got what two this season and next season, and then you're playing them. It could be who's going to get right back. I mean, who's on their way to a national title? If it takes coaches three years to get back and, and build back a program to get to a national title, which team's going to do it? It could be one of the biggest opening season games that we've seen in a long time. It's not every day you see LSU and um, and USC. Brandon Reese says LSU has some of the big time non conference games in the next few years. Yeah, they do, and I wonder if some of those will get canceled if they go to a nine game schedule. I don't think that they will, but I, I, I could, you know, I could see it. I could see it. Uh, Jason says it better be more fun than that UCLA game last year. Yeah, a lot of things will be be more fun than that, that uh, UCLA game last year. I mean, hell, you know, and look, I, <clears throat> I thought Carter the Power said it the best last night. Um, guys, this opening game against Florida State, it's massive. Guys, it might be the biggest opening game that we've had in a long time. I forget who did uh, – Oh, we opened up with Georgia Southern. I was thinking, who did we open up with in, in 19? But it was Georgia Southern, but then we played Texas the next week. So, I mean, God, it was – guys, I tell you, I was on the sideline the whole game for the Georgia Southern one. Bro, I've never been so hot in my entire life. I saw the the, the – uh, what do you call that? Like the uh, temperature gauge on the field because it's different when you're in the stands when you're when you're on the field because everything's coming down on you it's so hot man and the sun's beating off that grass and uh when uh i think when we saw joe walking out the tunnel onto the field the temperature gauge said 111 f that magic uh jason says wasn't there a big lsu usc game back in the 70s i think that there was he says it was in that last SEC documentary. I'm pretty sure, yeah. Pretty sure there was. All right, guys, we're going to cut it a little bit short here tonight. Um, shout out to Lindell. Fantastic, fantastic stuff. Want to thank him for coming on. We'll bring him on again soon um, when he when it gets closer to football season two. All right, guys, we'll see you all again soon. We will see you all tomorrow. We'll have Chris Hilton, and we'll have another special guest. We're, we're rolling these guests in here, man. So stay tuned. We'll see you tomorrow. You all have a good night. Peace out, Girl Scouts. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.